until I'm done. Do you use like an actual website for the most part? Um, it just depends. I always sometimes use I use Reddit, sometimes I use Pornhub. I sometimes I use, if I'm feeling real promiscuous, I'll go on Motherless and look up some real really weird shit. I almost always just use Reddit, and then if I'm like if I'm looking for like that kind of quote scripted porn, yeah. I'll get onto something like Pornhub. What's your favorite uh, porn subreddit? Oh, okay. So there's, it's called like Zidu. It's like, I can't pronounce it, but it's like Zedoi Ryoki. And it's just girls with thigh highs. And it's about the space in between the thigh highs and like skirts. That's what you oh, like, like to whack it to? No, it's just my favorite one. I don't oh, know. Oh, okay. All right. I need you to, I, Ryan, I need you to send me a link to the subreddit. I'll do it right now. <laughs> Sick, bro. I got you. Sick. Yeah, I can't really, I haven't really like found anything on Reddit that I can like get into. Pog. I you like know? Pog. Pog. You like fat ass white girls? Yeah, you I ever do, there's Stog. Stog, that's like pog? the advanced pog. It's like they're even thicker and they're even. <laughs> See, I'm not. I don't like it. I don't like when they get to the pog level, bro. I like just to step below the pog. I, I yeah. like You're both. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I like the fat asses, but I can also appreciate the little asses. Yeah, you know, I, it, a tone, a nicely, a nicely toned it, ass. Gets it all, it, it all just it depends on who it is, and like, I think kind of build and whatnot. Yeah. You know, some people it fits, Absolutely. some people it doesn't. Well, thanks for joining us for this, another episode of the podcast here yeah, today. Yeah, welcome to the Mud Pit Podcast. Mud at Mud Pit Pod on all social media. Mud the Pit Mud Pit Pod. Podcast at, on, on Spotify. Spotify. That's at Mud Pit Pod. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Plaid-cast. and anything Anchor will let us on. <laughs> Hell yeah, yeah dude. Buddy. You know we out here. We in the mud. We doing shit. Yes, sir. So today, we are going to talk about weird sports. Weird sports. Weird sports. Yeah. Weird and I'll sports. tell you what, I love sports. I love anything with competition. I, I know we talked about with Micah, we talked about marble racing. I can even get into that shit. It doesn't even matter. So this is my marble forte. Marble racing's the shit. I like anything that's, you know, I have a hard time watching sports, but I do really love playing sports. Playing like a good game oh, of basketball yeah. <laughs> or it's that, football it's, or anything again, like it's that. It's that competition. It's, it's, that, it's that drive. I don't see, I don't like when it gets to real competition where like really? I got to like... When it's like stuff on the line, that it just uh, it almost loses the fun. I like to have it like with friends and where okay. like the competition is basically just for bragging rights. So later yeah. you be like, "Dude, we owned you on that fucking court earlier." Yeah. But when it comes to like actually competing, like I when, just like when I don't I know. Threw just in the fucking mud. <laughs> the fucking hey, playing hey, football. I, the only thing I'm glad that I, you know the I, you did you fucked me up. But I, I, I rented some space in Cody's mind, and that's all I really yeah, care yeah. about. All I'm Cody saying is that stop Cody, he's, he's an all-American. Cody, well, you Cody, couldn't stop Cody Brown. No, I got Cody. No, I, as soon as I locked his house down, he was done for. That's why he, he was mentally really shook. All that's I'm really saying is I'm waiting for someone to come out and take me on on the, on the new basketball. Bro, I will dunk on you, Tom. Let's do it. Every, all of y'all's ankles I will dunk on you. I'm going to be calling the ambulance for every one of you. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. All right. So, yeah, weird sports. But before we get into that, you know, guys, what have you been bumping? Oh, what have Ooh, we been bumping? Yeah. Let's start with Ryan. Yeah, Ryan. This week I've been bumping a lot of, like, deep techno. Deep techno. I've been okay. Deep a playlist of just tech trying to no. DJ that. And honestly, it just it speaks to me on a primal level. I don't know what it is, but it just I feel grimy listening but, to it. What defi- Well, what makes it, like, deep techno? What it's What like, is the deep like mean per se it's no it's like heavier bass hits you, okay it's, imagine you're like in a bunker somewhere and you're just like going hard so it's basically just it's like really encompassing sound yes. all right yeah. i can understand that you know that's that's cool i can mm-hmm. get down with that yeah i feel like lately uh, 
as of late, the, probably the one of the number one artists that I've been listening to, to, and I can thank my father for this, is Bob Seger and the Silver Bullet Band. Oh, I when my hair was grown out, and if I get the beard growing, you know, well, one, I look like Jesus Christ, or at least the capitalist, like American, the like white, white version of Jesus. But I look a lot like Bob Seger from Seger. the 1970s with the <laughs> long flowing yes, hair and the big dude. beard. Yeah, yeah, Bob Seger, probably my dad's favorite artist of all time. Kind of rubbed off on me yeah. now too. I love Bob Seger for sure. Yeah, yeah um, I've been listening to Slim Whitman. Slim what? Whitman, Who's that? yeah, country singer. Ah, from I guess he's he's been around for a little bit. Um, yeah. How like long does that mean? Sixties. Sixties. All right, yeah, cool. I think so. Hey, that's respectable. Any, I think anyone. Sixties yeah. was like kind of a groundbreaking time for music. Yeah. Absolutely. That like been, anyone been who's bumping, been around since then. I've been bumping him and then um, a little bit of the Mountain Goats. Heck yeah. Put on the Mountain Goats. A little bit of Mountain Goats. Nah. Um, For me, I've been listening to um, a lot of Virtual Self. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Ryan Ryan likes Virtual Self. Uh, Shout out, Bonnaroo. I love you. I will see you next year. Um, And then a lot of Kirongbin as well. Hmm. Their new album is... Krangbin? Krangbin? Krangbin. Krangbin. However you want to pronounce it. Yeah. They're they're a band, you know? And there's three of them, and they're really funky, and their new album is pretty good. Yeah, they're like a Thai-influenced a lot. Yeah, they have a lot of, like, yeah, that South, that Asian kind of funk. They're like South Asian psychedelic music. You can give them a bunch of different names, but, uh, you know, they all, like, they're... The I don't know if you've ever seen a photo of them. But yes, absolutely. They, they're all wearing wigs. Yeah, I. I like that's part of the stage show is that they only or like their appearance is that they only ever appear in these like wigs that are like really long and have these real hard bangs. bangs. Yeah, I love Laura Lee. Oh. Yeah. I think that oh, if, she's a babe. Yes, and just the just the way she moves when she plays the bass, it honestly makes me melt. So if you're listening to this, Laura Lee, I will give my firstborn just for you to sweat on me. <laughs> to sweat on you? Yes, I want I want to taste her sweat. Mm, I love you, Laura Lee. So we're starting out. What what would you say makes a sport? Oh yeah, we know Sam said already said his thing. Yeah. What yeah, he's talking about, yeah, you already said what you were bumping. Yeah, oh, yeah. The, yeah. The, the country artist, you dummy. Slim yeah, come on. And one ear out the other. Yeah. So what dumb. what do you think makes a sport what makes a sport weird? Why is a sport weird? Why would I, you categorize it like that? So I feel like, you know, there's there's a we have we have a uh, a standard definition of what a sport can be, and you know in, in in North America at least there's four major American sports, major North American sports. We have football, basketball, baseball, and hockey. I feel like the fifth and the up and coming one is soccer because mm-hmm. you know the MLS Real is expanding. Yeah, football for pussies. Um, BS man. I, no, cool, I like man. soccer. A, I like soccer, but I'd much rather watch people beat the shit than... out of each other in football. Yeah. And I disagree with that. But what's well, another conversation? You know, actually, if you look at like an hour-long programming of football, you watch like a total of like twelve minutes of yes. actual yeah. game time. But the, the game rest time is replays, commercials, yes. and just absolutely. things like that. But the game time is the best in the world. There's more of a, a physique to soccer, and it's more of like a primal thing. It's with, and it's and yeah. it's a more it's a more elegant sport as yeah. well. Yeah. I feel like football it's agree. it's 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 primal. Football's very primal. Yeah. yeah, my favorite sport is hockey, so I can't really. You That's know, also you know. very primal. But yes. there's also more. But phys- it's also ice elegant. Ice hockey. I, more, it's I think a more aggressive. Yes, it's an it's an aggressive elegance. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh. But you know, outside of that, and you know. I, I feel like uh, what makes a sport weird, you know, it could have a, a weird set of rules, you know, um, uh, it could have, you know, just a weird objective. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Really anything. I, f- I feel like it's, it, that's kind of a broad term. What do you mm-hmm. got? Uh, so Justin's talking about 
hockey's his favorite sport. I got to say, mine overall has got to be basketball, just because yes, that's I the one I understand too. the most. What would you guys say is your favorite sport? I'd say probably baseball. Baseball? baseball? Yeah. Just time, man. I, I like baseball. I like the... You know, baseball is more, much more of a mental game than it is a physical game. Oh, yeah. Baseball is, it's, it's a, um, it, it's a battle of wit more than it is a battle of phys- physicality. Yeah, yeah. You know, because in football, there's more, there's a lot more strategy too. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, learning and, when and, to take a base or. And there's nothing like, especially in the playoffs, there's nothing like that battle between pitcher and batter, you know, yeah. and, and it's, and it's, it's beautiful. Baseball, oh, yeah. sports are beautiful, but baseball is a very beautiful sport as well. Yeah. And. Really, my favorite sport. I'm gonna go more of like an action, event, a- extreme action sport. Extreme sport. It's it's, it's paintball. Extreme paintball. Really Fuck like yeah, paintball dude! I'll get down with I grew paintball, up playing bro. it, yeah. and you know it's technically the safest sport. It's the safest. Non- yeah, it's non-contact. You know, you're that getting is true. shot, but, that. but you're like not, fully padded. Yeah, Sick. and it's it's honestly the it's only fun. only time I ever went paintballing. In my life, I was maybe like 11, mm-hmm. and I remember them telling me like, "Yeah, wear some extra clothes because like you'll have the pad, but you know most of the you'll you'll need some extra padding." So yeah. I wore like these these bigger jeans yep. yeah. that were thick and like a, a like a I didn't wear a hoodie. I wore like I think it was uh like two long sleeve shirts on okay. top of each other. First shot of the first game was right at my nuts, oh, like good directly shit. at my nuts. Oh, I literally was like, "Hold up, really?" <laughs> <laughs> So that was my only experience with paintball. Yeah, I know airsoft was like a big thing as airsoft well when I was a, when I was a young oh, young guy. I don't lad. think that's a sport though. Yeah. But no, I didn't play too many weird sports. I didn't play any weird sports, no. uh, but I did play. I played a lot of like recreational sports. I played baseball. Yeah. I played softball. As I the, played t-ball. I played flag football. I played regular football. I played basketball. I played a lot of basketball. I really love basketball too, and I, that's probably the sport that. I personally am the best at is basketball. Yeah, I've played a lot of baseball. I think about like seven years or so. Yeah, yeah. I, baseball is like a it's it's like that's like a standard sport for a lot of kids mm-hmm. to play. It's oh, yeah. a, that's why they call it America's pastime. Yeah, I think I, I probably played the most basketball. I played basketball for maybe about like eight years yeah. or so in my you life. Like the upward yeah. leagues and shit, right? I, yeah, I, I, I was I playing basketball probably from the time I was like maybe nine or eight all the way probably getting into like well maybe even earlier than that probably about like seven or so all yeah. the way getting up to like. You know, 15, 16 years old. Yep. I played a lot of flag football, too. Flag football. I love football. I, I really, I love sports. I can't really pick it's one. It's fun to <laughs> just physically exert yourself. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. competition, dude. I, I feel I like I enjoy them even more nowadays as I've been older. And, like, the, the actual, as I was saying, like, the competition, like, the real competition is kind of done with. And it's kind of uh-huh. just for fun yeah. and oh, yeah. bragging rights more so nowadays. Yeah. But, Justin, you said you wanted to start off with your... Weird yeah. sport. So why don't you give us a little bit of an yeah. edu- introduction and Alrighty. educate us on some so, stuff. So my sport that I'm going to choose today, it is, um, it's a very, very, very classic sport. It was um, a very early form of football, um, which is a subset of, of soccer and rugby. That's where the name comes from. Okay. Um, it originated in the 16th century in Italy. It was once very widely played uh, in Florence, Italy. Mm-hmm. It is called... Calico, and, and I am sorry because I'm going to butcher this fucking yeah. pronunciation. It's Calico Fiorentino. Okay. Um, so basically what it is, and, and, and most elegantly put, it is a mixture between rugby and MMA. Oh, oh, oh yeah, it is wild. It is sounds fucking It's nuts. a wild sport. Um, and you got a video clip for us to see. Oh, absolutely. I believe with all of our clip, all of our sports today, I don't think any of us have seen... Anybody else's sports? As uh, far as I know, I've no. seen I've I, seen all your guys' sports. I'm sure because uh, I, I I went through and I before we even decided to do this, I knew a lot, I knew I knew a lot of them. 
Ah, okay. Well, I found right. mine. Me yes. and Justin were at B Dubs, and I found mine yes. then. So, um, just a little bit of backstory. Back in the day, uh, the Calico was uh, reserved for rich aristocrats who played every night between Epiphany and Lent, which I guess were two religious holidays. Yes. I have no idea. You know, back in the day, um, everything revolved around even religion. Even well, if it's if it's Italy, then yeah. definitely the Vatican. Lent. Yeah. Even the popes used to play it, such as Clement the Oh God, I don't know Roman Roman numerals. <laughs> that would be seven. Uh, Clement the seventh. What is it? Uh, V I I. Yeah, that's that would seven. be seven. And then Leo the the eleventh and Urban the eighth. Uh, they used to play the sport in down like right in front of the Vatican, actually. Shoot. Um, the games would the games would get violent as teams uh, <laughs> vied to score goals. Um, uh, the 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 sport that we know the the as we know it today was pretty much organized around 1490, uh, and it would be com- it would be be played no matter the weather, no matter no matter the situation. That's the type of sport I like. Um, so in 1930, it was reorganized as a game in Kingdom of Italy under Mussolini. It was widely played by amateurs in the streets. Mussolini. Yes, sir. Today, three matches are played each year in the Piazza Santa Croce in Florence in the third week of June. Um, there are four teams known as the Blues, Reds, Whites, and Greens. And basically, the only thing that they play for is bragging rights. All okay. Right. So I like that. I like as, bragging rights. Yeah. Very cool. I'm going to pull up a clip for you guys. And we are going to watch it. So as you can see. Can't see. Thank you, tech specialist Justin Flat. With my iPad Pro 11-inch with a LiDAR scanner. Not to brag. A what? A LiDAR scanner. I don't know what the fuck that means, but it has one. I don't know, bitch. How are you going to brag about it if you don't know what it is? Because it sounds cool. That's true. That's I respect that, I guess. All right. Can you guys kind of see what, kind of see the screen? Yeah, Yeah. I got got you. All right. So, um... It is, it is a whole lot like rugby. Um, it is pretty much just like rugby, except right here in the Whoa. beginning, they start beating the shit out of each other. <laughs> yeah. So basically, that is the main, the main goal is that they can that beat is, the shit. They're literally, wow, they're they, literally they are, they're beating the shit Wow, that's rare. No, they're Bear literally beating the shit out of each other. And uh, this goes oh on God. for, it is, it is, uh, it's a tournament pretty much. There's four teams. So there's a, the round of four and then the round of, and then the championship which is the, the, the two teams that won the, for the first games. Okay. Um, How long does the usual match last? Uh, I heard it can last anywhere between, um, I'm pretty sure it's like an hour long. For one match? Yes, absolutely. Wow. Can you imagine being 50 put, minutes, 50 fi- minutes. Being yes. put Damn. into this arena and you got to basically in this huge, yes. basically fight. For an hour, whoop some ass yep. for an and hour. It's, it's, there are no substitutions, no matter injury. Is there a foul system at all? Uh, is, there, no. is there a number of people on each team? Yes. Are there um, twenty-seven players? No substitutions are allowed for injured or expelled players. Teams are made up of four goalkeepers, three fullbacks, five halfbacks, and fifteen forwards. Jeez. Oh, um, there are there are the referee and there are a referee and six linemen linesmen who officiate each match. Uh, it is played on a field covered in sand. It's twice as long as it is wide, approximately 100 meters by 50 meters or 109 by 55 yards. Huh. Um, Beautiful. Yes. Uh. It's, it's an incredible, it's, it's an awesome sport. Are there any rules for fighting? Um, I mean, not really. Um, they try by any means necessary to get the ball into the opponent's goal. 
That's that is the main. That is the only rule is to get the ball to the opponent's goal. Just like kind of like rugby. If you guys have ever watched a match of rugby, you'll kind of understand yeah. it. You know, they have to touch the ball on the ground in the end zone. I don't think I've ever actually like watched rugby. Rugby is an incredible sport. Dude. Is it? It is. A, it is an incredible sport. For whatever reason, immediately when people say rugby, my first thing that pops in my head is just like the bat from playing cricket. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why, but I, I just articulate the two for some odd reason. Mm -hmm. Not so, um, the winning team used to receive a cow as their as their. Hey, yeah. that's hey. that's a yeah. great frog. Let's take that over a trophy. That cow up? Uh, it's I don't know. I have no idea. Okay. But nowadays they just receive a free dinner. Oh, that's still pretty that's good. That's not bad. I mean, like shit, get you, together. It's literally all just for bragging. You beat rights, somebody honestly. up, you get beat up, and then you get a meal. And you get yeah. a meal. That's pretty sweet. It's yep. like the power rate at the end of the game. Yeah. That depends awesome. on the meal, uh, so it says right here on the on the wonderful Wikipedia page. It says this uh the 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 final, which is obviously the championship match, has resulted in several injuries, including death before. Oh, People have died from this sport. Do we know like a count of how yes. many have died? Uh, no, it does not say. Ah, that's but um, in the early decades, in order to encourage wagering and achieve a bettable winner, there were times when bulls would be ushered into the ring <laughs> in hopes of adding oh. confusion and inciting victory. <laughs> 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 so they used to bring bulls into the arena just to fuck shit up, pretty much. Oh, wow. Yeah. Can you imagine yeah. that? You're hard in it. Next thing you know, you got a fucking... You just hear, yeah. So, and you know, it it hasn't changed much from its historical roots, which allow tactics such as headbutting, punching, elbowing, and choking. <laughs> However, due to often fatal injuries, sucker punches and kicks to the head are currently banned. So there are your okay. rules. So they okay. got no sucker punches, no kicks to the head, but you can right. choke, headbutt, whatever yeah. the fuck you want. That's but there's no, there's um, no, there's no foul though. Apparently, if that happens, it, well, the, yeah, you would get kicked out. If, uh, if okay, so it's just um, immediately uh, um, like, red card ejection. Yeah. It is also prohibited for more than one player to attack opponent. Opponent one on Each, one fights. I like uh, that. Yeah, so it's yeah, all one on one. Any violation leads to being expelled from the game, and your team cannot bring in another player because you have no substitutions. So there's 27 players on each side. If you have somebody down, it's 26 so you just, on 27. Basically, you want to follow the rules so that your team still has the maximum Absolutely. strength that it yes. can yeah. have. Yes. That's pretty sweet. I, that's a that's a pretty solid team connection you got to have though if you're yeah. going to go in and fight with And usually 26 it, friends. Like in the clip we saw I don't think it I looked have like 26 friends it looked to fight like with. an old, like a grade uh, schoolyard fight pretty much with a bunch of people hoarding around them and you have the well, two people in the middle. And a lot of these people, you know, and and a lot of the teams from I I watched a documentary about it the other day and a lot of the teams are split up by like region and and town. So there's a lot of like those kind of rivalries, internal rivalries as well. People that you grew up playing against in regular sports. I don't know what the fuck the Italy people, the Italians play. Italy people? The Italy people, pasta. they play soccer, I guess. Those so, tomato heads. Fucking pasta heads, bro. <laughs> but um, yeah, and, and there's, so there's a lot of like internal rivalries and inter internal storylines that make each year very interesting. And they really don't play for anything other than bragging rights. And obviously, it's an incredibly dangerous sport because people die. So yeah. So it almost like it's like honestly kind of fighting for honor as yep, well. That's, at that a, point. that's all it is. Yeah. Family-based rivalry. Yep. Between honor the two. and a free dinner. Honor and a free honestly, dinner. I I can do a lot if you offer me some free a free meal. Yeah, especially in Florence, bro. Oh, mm -hmm. oh honestly, yeah. That mm -hmm. throwing some fire beers? pizza, bro. Que bello. Que bello. 
Sort of, give me the carbonara. <laughs> not much of an Italian, I can tell you that. I'm not much of an Italian. Uh, Buongiorno. Buongiorno. Anyway, Batman. <laughs> so I, I can go in a little bit deeper, you know. So in the beginning, a small cannon shot announces the beginning of the event. I like that. Um, the game starts when the uh, the piano, the palio, uh, is, I believe, the... God damn it. Say. It's one of, the, one of the people on the field. Um, kicks the ball towards the center line. Then the, at the first whistle, as the, ball re- uh, as the ball rests on the field, 15 forwards begin fighting in a wild mixed martial arts match, <laughs> punching, kicking, tripping, hacking, tackling, and wrestling each other in an effort designed to tie our opponent's defenses. So that's why they, they all just jump in, in oh, the yeah. beginning. It's to tire each other out and beat the shit out of each other. Um, it, it often descends into an all-out brawl, obviously. They try to pin and force into submission as many players as possible. Uh, once there are enough incapacitated players, the other teammates come and swoop up the ball and head to the goal. Just like rugby, if you've watched rugby. That's what they do. Um, so yeah, and then they, from there, they pretty much, by any means necessary, try to get the ball into the goal. Whoever win, whoever has the most points at the end of 50 minutes wins. Okay. Hmm. So there is a point. Okay, so it is a point system in total. Yes, and I believe it's just like rugby, which off the top of my head, I do not know what the point system in rugby is. Interesting. Yeah. That sounds pretty sweet. That is pretty nice. Yeah. Pretty so that, that was my sport. Um, it took me like five minutes to figure that out. To figure yeah, it out? Yeah. I, I mean, because I, I, I had seen a documentary about it like, like years ago. And, and as soon as we brought up the topic of doing weird sports, yeah. it's the first thing that clicked in my head. I was like, I want to talk about this. It resonated with me back then. I think it would resonate with you guys here. It's something I'd it's love interesting. to watch, especially that would, live. Yes. That yes. Would yeah. be a oh, yeah. You, you imagine, you imagine a dollar beer night at something like that? I was about to say that dollar <laughs> beer night, bro. <laughs> Getting wild. Alrighty. Oh, yeah. Who's up next? I would like to go. Yeah. me. Go for it. Sam. I'll go. Sam will go, and I'll go next. So... Justin, you go ahead and pull up the clip I sent in our group chat. Did you say, okay. Yeah. Um, so we're, we're looking up weird sports, and literally it's the first one that comes up if you type in weird sports. <laughs> did, you get, did you get the list of like 25 different yes, ones? Yes, yes. Yeah, I know the exact it, one. But you don't have to click on the article. It just shows you on Google. And, like, of course, that's a cheap cheap answer to find, but I really kind of fell in love with it. I watched a bunch of clips. Yeah. There's a bunch of, like, ESPN 8 stuff on it. <laughs> the Oat Show. Yeah, literally. ESPN 8, which... Doesn't actually exist. That's okay. It does. ESPN eight. That's what the. I'm pretty that's sure what that's the channel what, said. That's the channel that they played on on the movie Dodgeball. No, I know. But that's <laughs> average the Joe's clip, Gym against Globo the Gym. Clip said HBO, or not HBO, ESPN eight. All right. Well, you continue. I'm going to fact check right, that. Please do. I don't want to sell you. Um. So my sport is chess boxing. Chess boxing. Chess the, box. The mixture of chess and boxing. Created by Ipa, Ipa Rubin, based off of a 1992 French comic book. Sport focuses on two the two disciplines of mind and strength via chess and boxing. <laughs> <laughs> Bronze and might. Yes. So the way the game works, essentially, is it's cut down into 11 rounds. Six chess and then five boxing. Each round is three minutes. Chess and boxing each get three minutes, but one game of chess is played over the six rounds of chess. 
Each player has nine minutes on the clock via blitz chess with no time increment for the moves. What blitz chess is, it's like when you have the timer. So each player has nine minutes on the clock, and when they're done, they pass it over to the other player, and that time goes over to them. Mm. Regardless of how much they sit there, they only have three minutes per round. So eventually there's no and of course there's 30 or there's 60 second breaks in between each round mm-hmm. whether that be chess or boxing how you win is you either win with a knockout or a technical knockout mm-hmm. a checkmate or the opposite player surpasses their time on the chess clock interesting sick yes sick all right so i have pulled up a video for us to watch yeah um this is chess boxing you might um, have to skip through it a little bit. No, it's okay. It's okay. I figured I'd give it a little bit of narration. Because it's, it's very, it's essentially, you're switching between a classic chess tournament and... And boxing. And boxing. Okay. Hmm. It's well, all there's held, a ring. Okay, so there's a ring. Yeah. They're it's entering all, just like boxing. Yes. Does. It's all held in yes. a ring. Okay. Um, They digitally scan the chessboard at the end of the round and project it. So it's reset wow. up every round okay. in between the breaks. Okay. Um, so yeah. It's, and also, it's, if if... One th- other thing, another way you can win, if not, if nobody gets a knockout or a technical knockout, a checkmate, or the time isn't surpassed, it just goes to black in the end if there's no true victor at the Sick. end of the What a rounds. good mix of, like, huh. you know, you go in there and you got people coming in to watch this intelligent, intelligent yeah. game of strategy. Well, because and then you also have people coming in just to whoop each other. Because it's a very demanding sport. Like, I mean, look at them. Yeah. And they'll put the, they take the gloves yeah. off and they put the gloves on. And, and it's, what's, what's crazy about this sport to me is that it is two incredibly mentally demanding games. Oh, yeah. True. Chess Very is, true. Chess, yeah. chess is obviously one of the most oh, mentally yeah. challenging games, but boxing is as well. And, and that's, that's something that not a lot of people know about now boxing. Now, I see they're wearing headphones while they're playing chess. Now, are they blocking? Is it oh, wow. to block out sound or is there something that is being told to them? I'm not sure. I'm pretty okay. sure it is to block out sound, but I bet I'm also so pretty sure it's their the They have coaches? Do you think they have coaches? No. Okay. They don't have coaches. I know that for a fact. Do they so like in regular boxing, do they have like a corner? Well because, yes, they have, yeah, okay, they have okay, the corner okay, and there's okay. in their sixty in their sixty second breaks in between. Okay, the okay. So it, that I'm might, pretty yeah. sure what's happening is there it's either time via the headsets or they're telling them where their moves are on the board. Okay, and that's what that's what so I was So they figuring. can Pick up yeah. what they're doing and stay yeah. on their pieces. Because themselves. I'm curious if, if you know, because a lot of times, because one of the clips I watched, they were actually saying yeah. what was via there, and I'm and, pretty sure it's like and genuine bishop to a seven or yeah. shit. Like Imagine the moment right when you know, like, uh oh, it's switching over from oh, playing oh, chess it's to having yeah, to it's box. It's switched. Yeah, let's see what happened. Well, I'm saying, imagine the mental, the mental knowledge of like, oh, uh-oh, yeah, now I got to get up and fight. Totally yeah. different headspace. Like, all right, I got to transition. You have 60 We're seconds to yeah. just smash. get up there. Well, and so, and that's what I was thinking because you know, in corner, in in boxing, you know, the corner they have their their coach uh, yeah. who is the one who is, and you know, if you've listened to like different boxers, and they got they yeah, got their they got their coaches in the corner, but they're yeah. not allowed out there. Now, in the um, so do you think that's what the headphones are for? It might be. Now you you said. What what there's a certain round system that decides when they're switching from chess to boxing? Yes, every round is three minutes. Three minutes of chess? Three minutes of chess and then three minutes of boxing. Okay, so it just jumps back and forth. Yes. Ah. The only way the rounds are cut short at all is if there's a knockout yes. or a checkmate. And you know ah. what? I'm pretty sure there's a Wu-Tang. There, <laughs> I like, there they is. showed them fighting, it's, and then it was just like a, clan, That's has, artistic. I, I, yeah. I have a little bit of history on that. There's a Wu-Tang um, Clan song called the, Chess Boxing. The mystery chess of chess boxing. Yeah. boxing. The mystery it of chess boxing. It has nothing to do with 
chess boxing itself. Okay. Because <laughs> chess boxing, um, it because it originally it officially started in two thousand three. Okay. But early versions were started in London as early as nineteen seventy. Wow. Okay. From the Robertson brothers. Nineteen seventy. And the Wu Tang Clan wrote a song specifically about those kind of situations okay. in London. So it's not but as it's it, not about this has nothing to do with the official with chess, chess, boxing, chess boxing as we know it. Okay. I the see. first example of what chess boxing is known as now came in 2003 where they had the first chess boxing competition. Okay, which was in 2003. Yes. But the fun the best thing is it's it's they they also have like weight classes with oh, it. Oh wow, so there's like a okay. an ultra so weight there's, there's weigh-ins and things nice, like that nice. for it. So it's pretty much just like boxing, just with yeah, chess right in the middle of it. There's there are um, between 2003 and 2013, the chess boxing world championships have been organized by ACWBO, and as of 2013, they take the former professional events under the Chess Boxing Global name. Interesting. So there's hmm. a whole fucking thing, about and they're that. worldwide crazy. too. The last championship logged on. Wikipedia right now is Sergio Lavecchi in 2016 in the heavyweight class in Italy. What a name. Against Sergio. Daniel, against Daniel Wakeham of the United Kingdom. So my question is, did you say that's the last winner? The that was last? the last championship to happen in chess boxing, at least recorded. So 2016. So I, I'm sure probably the league went under after that then. And that's what I would assume. Yeah. That's unfortunate because this sounds like a crazy fucking sport. Because like, well, if, if honestly, if anything, like the because the clips are interesting. Yes, and like if you're there's they have like full tournament, the full tournament yeah, absolutely online with different like Sick. fighting like different matches. But when it comes down to it, one of the most interesting thing is just hearing people talk about it. Yeah, yeah. like okay. the players, the, the well, not even the commentaries. Listening, well, the commentary especially, especially during like the actual footage, but like the the boxers slash players of the game themselves. Like a post-fight interview? Yes. Uh, that sounds insane. super great. That's yeah. Because wow. the, okay. the creator of the game, ironically, is was the first championship. Right. Or was the first champion of it. He just went in, he went in with this idea with his friend that he got, like I said, he got from a comic book. And... He was like, they went in and they had like a thousand people in the first attendance of the first match in 2003. A thousand people just out of nowhere. And people were going nuts because like you'd watch these moves happen in your mind. And then like people, he was talking about how you'd implement a certain strategy you saw them use in the chess game in the ring, which is absolutely insane. Did you ever do that fact checking on the Ocho or eight? Um, it is a, it is a segment of programming held on August eighth. Oh, okay, cool. Yes, hmm. which is it, it. That is the only thing that I could find. <laughs> well, I saw it just said ESPN eight, so yeah. I went with my gut on that one. All right, all right. Yeah, yeah. it's it's a fun sport. I highly chess boxing. Looking, checking it out. Chess boxing. Shout out chess boxing. I hope it comes back. I think we could bring it back. We could bring it back. We could bring it back to America. Well, like the, well, let's start it. We could get into there's, this. There's. I don't think there's any. American champions, but they have been uh, up for champions. That's right? not so, so yet. Yeah. We're going to be the first. Tom, we, we are, are going to train you to be the next chess boxing world champion. I've got it. I got Thank the big you. brain. I'm working yeah. on getting swall. Yep. You got I'm it, ready. We'll you, put you, you in the got that, class, You got bro. that. What is it? Body fortress? 
I got Body Fortress protein powder at home body taking for- care of me. Shout out Body Fortress. Go. We are not sponsored by Body not Fortress. Not sponsored. It was the cheapest at Meyer. There you go. Hey, I, I go to Aldi's and I got the protein powder there. Cheap as fuck. It works. I don't like protein powder. I w- oh, it tastes gross. It's yeah. gross. But you, if you want to bulk up, dude, you you gotta get. But protein. I like I like pre workout because it has a lot of caffeine and it makes me feel good. It Ooh, does. Yeah. You know the the pre workout I have tastes like firecracker popsicles. Ooh. Ooh. It, honestly, yeah, I could just honestly. drink the flavoring itself. That's, like it's hard yeah. to just because you're supposed to only do like six ounces, and I'm like, oh. And we we are back with Ryan's sport. Ryan, won't yeah. you, why don't you go ahead and introduce your sport? What is it called, and what is it about? So when we were presented with a topic, weird sports slash obscure sports. You know, when we look at the mainstream sports in the United States, what do they all have? They have balls or some some form of an item that you have to keep control of. And something that I would describe as weird would be something that doesn't have a ball. And my sport that I decided to choose is a lot like, you know, when you were a kid in elementary and you played dodgeball, did you guys ever play dodgeball where you had, like, certain roles within the game? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember the spy role? Why don't you go ahead and explain that to me? Because I think I do, but I... I I don't really know if I ever played dodgeball with roles. I I always remember playing jailbreak dodgeball. Jailbreak, yeah. Jailbreak kings and queens. We had a jail, and then we had a drawbridge. Yeah. So you can go over to the other line. If you got hit, you get down, and you had to be revived by a player. But if the drawbridge went up, and you were stuck on the other side, you were stuck over there. Shit. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah I, never, I never played that. It was more so roles. Like, okay. specifically, there was a spiral where you were able to run into the enemy's court and just huck balls at people, like, from feet away. Okay. okay. And it's, it's kind of reminiscent of it. My sport is kabaddi. 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 Which is, I, as soon as I looked this up, Ryan, as soon as I saw this video, I yeah. realized that I'm familiar. I, I fucking love it. I was watching just like pro highlights of it before we recorded this, and I was just I was fully into it. Essentially, it's a contact sport, and it's a seven v seven team sport where you have defenders and raiders. Hmm. Where you have and it's a court essentially divided up almost like a basketball court. So you have one enemy side, defending side. You have one raider who takes turns per team. Essentially, this raider's goal is to step over to their enemy's line, get either past the bonus line that they have and make it back, or they can tag the players. And each player that's tagged, they get a point, and they're also out. But the defenders, they can also tackle the shit out of them. Oh, that's sick. And they can also get a point for that. And it's almost like dodgeball-style rules where if you get tagged, you're out, or if you get tackled, you're out. And I'm mainly going to go with the pro league here because when I was looking up a lot of stuff about Kabaddi, the history is really kind of unknown. They yeah. can't really pinpoint what it is. <laughs> but mainly, India was credited in 1920 for making this popularized. And there's two types of kabaddi. <laughs> oh, there's shit. traditional, and we're watching the pro league right now. <laughs> and the pro league, it almost reminds me of like the dodgeball movie. Yeah. With how the court's set up mm-hmm. and how it's True. very contact-based. These moments right here where they're, they're engaged on the, in, in this like physical battle, that reminds me a lot of rugby, too. Yes. Yeah. And there yep. has been the like rules on right this. There, yeah. The rules on this are kind of simple. You know, like I said yeah. earlier, there's two teams of seven. The pro court is actually 13 meters by 10 meters long, okay. and there's certain zones in the court that become active once certain things happen. And so, say the player, the raider, hits the bonus line, 
once he is coming back, those there's an outer edge of the court that becomes active. Okay. And their goal is to simply just make it past their line back to their home territory, oh. no matter what. So I've watched players just completely dive over people. I've watched them like leapfrog over people trying to tackle them. And it is an insanely aggressive sport. And yeah. one of the most hyped sports I have watched. What what do you know its country of origin? Mainly India. Yeah. India that's for the what, most that's part. What I figured, yeah. Yeah. And that's there's there's been a pro league for a good bit now. Mm. Up until twenty nineteen and twenty twenty, actually. I think they're still going. From, is it fairly popular? I'm I'm assuming. I would it's it, popular. I, it has it to be when you look at this video the here, like obviously good. they've got like a crowd in yeah, there. They have grapple. It has a too. very well put together yeah. court that was obviously put they there on some, purpose. They, I see like Valvoline and stuff. So they they have have yeah, they've got sponsors, yeah, yeah, yeah. like big name sponsors. The in Pro there. League was actually started Xbox by Live. Vizo, which is like a, a monitor slash electronic company. That's so they interesting. Is that okay. Sony or is that? I think it's a standalone. It might be a subset. I, I think it might be a Vizo, subset. Of Sony. Yeah. I, Vizo. I think I might be getting like. It's, I know Sony has something with a V that's under Vizio their moniker. or whatever. Something like that. So, yeah. But, but anyways, yeah. so yeah, as I can see, um, they have a graphic at the bottom with the score and a, and a lot of other information, which I, a lot of I these sports do not have. Yeah, yeah. Th this looks like, like a like, ESPN-like yeah. quality whenever level. Whenever something happens... They have like a mo like a animate animation thing yeah. that now, pulls up like in like when you score a strike and, and in the bowling. bowling alley. Exactly, yeah. it's like bowling. Oh, now I love there's it. Certain so scenarios, it's, it's like human bowling. Yeah. There's certain scenarios <laughs> that cause this. Bowling. There's super tackles where if the defensive team tackles the raider without him tagging anyone, that's a super tackle and they get extra points. Okay. And part of the pro league, there was a rule introduced where if you go two raids without tagging anybody. You go into a do or die mode where if you don't tag somebody by the next raid, you are out. Interesting. Ah. So it really forces this aggressive play style. And it, it, when I was watching these pro moments, it like down to the very last point, these people were playing with their heart. Uh, they were putting it all yeah, into dude. it hell for yeah. a sport like this. And we don't have the sound on, but like the the shout casting for this is even better. Do they have good commentary? They had they that had is, both okay. Indian and English commentary on it, and it was just hmm. it was like. That, it was very good. I'm sorry to interrupt. No, yeah, I'm going to kind of, I'm going to kind of delve off into a little. But, but sports commentary for sports, especially color commentary and play-by-play -play commentary, mm -hmm. is an, is it's a, it's a lost art form. Not maybe not a lost art form, but is it is a very unknown art form. Yes, for sure. Especially with incredibly fast-paced sports, it takes a, it takes a, a, it takes an incredible mind to be able to do play-by-play. I feel that I feel that way with hockey play-by-play -play announcers. There are some incredible ones out there. Shout out Mike Lange and shout out uh, the dude from NBCSN. Uh, I don't remember your name, <laughs> but but you do you do an incredible job for sure. Now, when this sport originated, they don't do it in the pro league. It's a bit oh. different. But in like when it was coming up, the raider would have to scream "kabaddi, kabaddi, kabaddi" the whole time they were raiding because it was supposed to be done in one breath. Now, oh. on the pro oh. league here, that's capped at 30 seconds, and they just have a sound clip going, kabaddi, 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 kabaddi. <laughs> sick, sick. And, yeah. yeah, it was a very interesting sport. Now, yeah. the things with this is, there's actually a weight restriction to this. Oh, wow, what okay. is it? You, you, know can, what? you cannot weigh no more than 187 pounds. Okay, I and would not, I would be excluded from this looks sport. Like, I looks think like I Tom's would, too. Gonna our Tom's going to be a kabaddi I'm in here. Chest boxing and kabaddi. <laughs> I, I am an athlete in the, in the room. <laughs> the greatest multi-sport athlete in the world. He's yeah. going to play Calico Florentino. He's going to play chest boxing and kabaddi, 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 kabaddi. I'll be kabaddi. into my. I'll be into my sport as well too. Oh yeah. We could oh, all yeah. be in our in this sport. 
All righty, dude. That's a pretty yeah. good segue, Tom. Why don't you start talking about your sport? What well, is it called? Let's get a little bit of history. Yeah, going. I'll let you. I'll let you bring up the clipper. I'd like yeah. this, y'all, just to see what the sport <laughs> is before I really get into it. But I'll give you the name is known as Botaushi, which I believe I'm pronouncing that right. Okay. What is known as oh my pole gosh. fighting or Ooh. pole hanging, I believe. Okay, huh. but just give this a watch here. Yeah. All right. Could you rotate it? This is another very similar to the sport that Justin had. Okay. But uh, amplified. Yep. So just take a little watch here, and we'll, we'll, we'll get explaining here. Oh, what? Holy fuck. It's like King of the Castle. It's like right. some zombie land Tom, type as shit. we watch this, let's... let's so I as we're watching this, we see, just, we see just piles of men on top of each other with a single oh, man standing on top of a pole. Okay. Now, Botaoshi, no one really knows where it necessarily originated from. It, Interesting. Most believe it's from about oh 1945. Yeah. It is only allowed to be played, or at least it's only played by the National Defense Academy of Japan. Oh wow! Japanese sports. We all know Japan like to take things to the next level. Yeah. And they Japanese are definitely ba- taking Japanese, it on the next Japanese level. Japanese baseball is incredible, and they've been going yeah, all is. throughout the quarantine. So this entire sport is kind of what you would think is like oh, a dude. big capture. Kicking the shit out of these people, bro. Oh, yeah, dude. Right. So this is basically yeah. a huge game of capture the flag. It's yeah. only played by the NDA, the National Defense Academy, and it's only played like once a year on the anniversary of what was their idea of the first game. Hmm. So the whole game is composed of two teams. Each team has 150 players. Jeez, oh, okay. there, I'm sorry to interrupt, but there's airplanes dropping things into. Oh the yeah, yeah. Out. These are these are big games. People love to come out and watch them. And there's obviously, as you watch in the video, there's people jumping out of airplanes and like parachuting in as just entertainment in between wow. the different like that's, rounds yeah. of it. I mean, if so, you're moving 150 people yeah. in that. So what I, what what I just saw was it was one person on a giant pole, right? Yes. And 150 other people trying to get up this pole. So, well, each team is 150 people. So there's 300 so, people. Yeah, 300 Damn. people total in one game. How big oh, is the geez. field for this? I didn't actually get the field size of it, but I do know the amount of circle on the pole. It doesn't look very big. No, no, it's not too crazy big, but it's big enough that you wow. can put 300 people. <laughs> so there's two teams dude. total. Each team has 150 people. Damn, he just there, got dead. There oh. are 75 defenders and 75 attackers. They're these these defenders shit. are cladded in like white. <laughs> and what's interesting is that these poles are holding up there, there's nothing holding the pole in the ground. It's just people on oh, the ground okay. holding, holding the, the pole. pole at the base. Yeah, so that's you what I thought. People from I, the team yeah. who's up in the air holding the pole. The defenders are literally on the ground, on their on their ass, holding the pole at the base and stacking on top of each other to give it a, a solid ground and then yeah. standing on each other. So and I see, and I see from what I see here. So. I will kind of give a description of what I'm watching. There's a team in all white who is on the pole, right? Yeah. And there's one guy on the pole, and there's, a, you know, 149 others trying to gr- keep this pole grounded. Well, and I see these guys in orange. They were, like, trying to jump on top of these people to try to get on top of the pole. Is that correct? Uh, so let me get a little bit more. So everyone in white, white, people wearing a white shirt are defenders. They're okay. only allowed to stay at their team's pole and try to keep it up. Okay. Now, there's different positions in the terms of defense. So you can be a pole support, which is one of the people right on there holding it up. You can be a barrier who's someone kind of making a wall. That's one of the rules. You're able to make walls out of your body. Uh, you can be interference, which is harassing and trying to, like, 
distract the opposing team coming and trying to take him. There's a scrum disabler, and it's basically just people who are trying to use the teammates' backs to spring themselves up and to get them out of there. And then there is what is known as ninja or Saru, which oh, means... I'm sorry to interrupt, but there's multiple gunshots going off my window. I just <laughs> that's okay. That's normal yeah, that's in this area. Cool. It's chill. So if you, hear, if you hear gunshots in the podcast, just know that it's okay. So we also have at the very top what would be called Saru, oh, three people shooting off. which would be Monkey. Monkey on the top of the pole is the one issuing directions to the rest of the team okay. of who ah. to move, who to try to like be on this side to get the attackers uh, out of there. That makes I sense. Okay, see. so that makes sense. So there's the... You have the guy on top of the pole, but he's also giving directions. He's giving directions. He's the one who can see see all of it. Yeah, but he's also his goal is to also keep the pole up because he can distribute his weight different ways to keep the pole from falling over. This is a cool other, fucking sport. The dude. other wow. team has not for them to bring down the pole. It has to come to at least thirty degrees from horizontal, okay. so it has to come down pretty far. But these teams will do it in pretty fast time. Cool. There's also the attackers, which are everyone wearing colors. <laughs> Most of the time, it's usually pretty vivid colors, although I think there's a couple clips in there where it's someone wearing black. Now, in the offense, there's springboard or scrum, which are people who allow more attackers to jump on their bodies, to yeah. jump onto the I was just about group. to, I was going to make that observation because there are people in, in the attackers who, are, who get on their hands and knees to allow the people to, yeah. other ones to jump on their backs and then jump over. These people jumping are also known as pole attackers or just general support attackers. The entire objective is to bring the other team's pole down as much as you can, which it has to be uh, 30 degrees from so horizontal. I have a question. Yeah. In this video that we're watching right now, the person on top of the pole has been knocked off of the pole. Yeah. Does that mean, does that matter or is there, does no, it that's have just to a, be? No, that's just like a okay. last line of defense. Okay. It's the guy who's on there trying to keep the bounce. The, is he okay. supposed to get back up on the pole? He, the whole goal, if you are the Saru or the ninja or the monkey, the is to stay up there because you are like the last line of defense against the opposing team. You want to pull the pole down. But one of the key things is you cannot have contact. You can't start to be like go after the other team until you're in their circle each circle is about 27 meters which you know to put it in the american terms that's about 88 and a half feet so they'll let these people be out in defense a good distance around each other's pole okay that makes sense because when i was watching the video i saw a shit ton of people just running off screen oh yeah i was wondering where they're going but Yeah. yeah it's just a imagine just a humongous game of capture the flag. Now, they're not allowed to wear shoes because obviously, you know, it's yeah. a it's a super yeah. contact yeah. sport. Now, as you did see, there is some punching and kicking in there, but yeah. technically you're not allowed to punch or kick or have any type of contact outside field. But obviously, that's kind of like a, a bendy rule for yeah. the most part. Yeah. If you do get called on that, your team is allowed three fouls in total. Mm. But if you get those three fouls, you end up being an immediate disqualification and your team loses. Damn. You are allowed to tackle the other team, to wrestle the other team, to climb on them, and to form walls to try and both protect your team or to help yourself, like your team get on the opposing team's pole. So what, what would be considered a... a, a um, what, what would be considered a disqualification? How can you get disqualified? Three fouls. Three, three fouls. What are the what? What can be considered a foul? Technically, like the three things that you are listed as not necessarily allowed to do is to kick, punch, or 
have con- like uh. aggressive contact with the opposing team outside of their flag cir- okay. or their pole circle. Obviously, in the video, as you see, you know, punching and kicking stuff, kind yeah. of happens. For sure. But it's a difference in, I guess, what you would call like an open hand punch or shove uh-huh. and yeah. someone just decking you with a fist. closed okay. fist. Now, so I'm assuming because there are these rules, they're enforced by somebody, so there an, an amount of... Yeah. There are, there are so many referees. It never gave me like a okay. set amount as to how many referees are going to be out on the field, per se, for each round. But there are referees out there making sure that, you know, no one's getting overly violent yeah. or like mm-hmm. overly aggressive on things or trying to like, you know, really cause physical damage onto the other team. You know, the whole goal is to, although wrestling disable the other team, it's mainly to just pull that pull down. As you watch in the video... Eventually, it takes the entire team to really yeah, get sure. that pole to come down. Those guys really work hard for it. Okay. That's, a, that's a that's a very primal sport too. I, yeah. I that's really interesting. It's believe- I'd never heard about the I'd never heard about it, and it's something that I'm definitely going to look up when I get home. Although there's no like real like you know origin of like this was when the sport began. Yeah. The, 1945 is around the idea of when they sure. believe it happened because they were kind of using it okay. to train as it's the National Defense Academy. To kind of train these Harder young mind. guys into being ready for just all-out combat, being stripped from no having no weapons, yeah, no nothing to protect yourself other than just a helmet. They obviously wear helmets because that's you know that many people you're bound to have a baby. concussion somewhere. Yeah. And I but bet they do. Right? For Even war. with the helmets. Oh yeah. Look, based on what I saw, they're beating shit out. Of I would <laughs> say th- that sport, Botaushi, is the closest thing you could probably get to. Hand-to-hand combat war without physically going into war. Yeah, but oh, a super fun sport. I'll yeah. be there for that one too, guys. When we start training me to get through yep. all we're of these different things. We're gonna get a big pole, and we're gonna get you on top of that. Yeah, yeah. Well, give me a pole. Be me. Let me be the Saru. Yeah. Let Saru. me be the you monkey. Be the Saru. And you know what? You know how we're gonna train you? No. We're gonna put you in pole dancing classes. You're gonna put me yeah. in pole dancing yes. classes. And that is going to train you to get that balance, that core strength, to stay on this pole no matter the angle. No matter the 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 the, the yaw, as they say, the yaw, the pitch of the yaw, the pitch of the yaw. yaw. What is the yaw? I have no yaw! fucking idea. Yaw. <laughs> That's about yeah. What's about? It's a very you know. We need more contact sports. I honestly, I don't see nothing wrong with pitting deathmate inmates and death death fights. row death row inmates, death row inmates in, into like and some death gladiator death gladiator, fights. Like I want some blood sports. I feel like I, feel, there's no, a spot I think missing. on an ethical level, I don't that know very, if that's, that's necessarily very questionable. Yeah, that's yeah. very questionable. But it would be very entertaining though, if it's consent if and they consensual. both they both go in this knowing like, hey, I'm gonna die, but I really want to know if I can fuck anyways. someone up. You know what? I'm with it. I'm I with want. It. I think blood sports have a place, especially right now. A lot of people want to see some violence, <laughs> and blood sports are the answer. Well, I mean, you can just go. You gotta go like black market kind of stuff if you want to see that kind of stuff. Yeah, but because there's like there's there's boxing where you can get where it's to the death. Mm-hmm. It's just you gotta find you gotta be in the right place, right time. I'm talking like about getting fights sponsors and, like, for this. Dog like, fights I want and stuff like that. I want well, bounty to sponsor this type shit. Yeah, you want some like corporate sponsorship. <laughs> bounty you know, paper towels brings you. <laughs> you got blood bl- death 2021. Do you death got a bl- do you got a blood puddle? Only Bounty can clean that up. <laughs> bounty, the quicker picker-upper. Exactly. <laughs> Even with blood. But, Ryan, I, I co-sign that. Um, let's get that started. You yeah, know, we can get we can that get in the that works. Going. We can you start guys can be the first ones to fight. Okay. We'll uh, see which one of you guys comes out alive. Well, um, 
We'll decorate the arena. Who are we? We got the arena right in here. This will we'll turn this space we'll into a death on the trap. Podcast. We'll Ryan, get Nick Foster with a boom. We'll right get now, him in with the boom. We'll get the video cameras fight. out. We'll get a live stream going. Muddy boys fight to the death. I got it out first. I win. <laughs> they both, they both <laughs> just brought out knives. Yeah, let's trade real quick. Let's get a knife first report. First shot, baby. Let's yeah, go. Brother. Let's we get a knife report. Shot. Tell me about these knives you were carrying um, here. Right now, I'm carrying Ryan's Kershaw um, 18700 LBLK. I'm guessing that's black. Um, it is yeah, It is yeah. like an OD green with a, with a um, it's a, like a stubbier black, black blade uh, with the Kershaw Speed Safe USA logo on mm-hmm. it. Uh, I've seen this knife before. I think it is ugly. Ugly. <laughs> well, you see, he disrespected your knife. That's a, okay, you see. But I got but Justin. hold on, hold on. I will yep, say yep. that that it's definitely it feels good in the hands. Number one, and the the action that you do to open it is fucking fantastic. Yeah, I like that. It, it's like a it's a switch. It's got, the, it's got the little button thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm now, building. Ryan, give give us a report on Justin. So knife I have here. Justin's. He also has a Kershaw. He yes. knows he knows some good knives. I believe this is a, a, a what is this? This is a Ken Onion design, or is that a guy Ken Onion? I'm gonna say yes, so. It is. But that, if you're curious, mine has like a kind of a zebra blade. It is black like, and a darker a silver. He's also got some nice stippling yep. on here. I like it very. So when you go in to stab someone in the gut, you're not gonna slip off yep. the knife, which I like. Okay, I really do like that. Um, it does not have a speed. Uh, I forget what it's called on mine. Little, but I'll just call it a nub. A nub, but you know, speed. I, I can nub. switch it open pretty pretty good with just the thumb thing. So. And, and that blade actually is two different metals pressed together. That's not painted. That is. Do you know? Two the, do you know the metal? Ah. I have no idea. Oh, man, that would have been a great thing to know. Yeah, I it's feel a like custom a custom knife. A knife is something that I think everyone should have on them because I feel like it's just you know it is a like a defense thing, but it's also just a good tool to keep with you. You never it know is. when you might need to cut something, or in a tight pinch, you can use it as a screwdriver, or you know you got the window bashers or the bottle openers on it. A yeah. knife is a great, great little hand like. An EDC, an everyday carry. I, That's my, a great Mine is the, is the, I'll give you the exact not model number. It is the 1670 TTS. He I'm is. Gonna, I'm gonna, I'm Justin Flat has a signature model coming out soon. <laughs> yes, it is called the Big Funk. The Big, the big, big Funk. Stink, and it's going to be. The Big Funk Big Blade. The Big Funk Big Blade. It is a five inch blade uh-huh. with, with a 13 degree curve. Um, it, like is, it is a, uh, it is a Damascus blade, which if okay. you guys don't know what Damascus is. Yeah. It is a form of knife blade that is that is a bunch of different layers of steel pressed together, and it and it creates a, a very intricate design. What the Damascus does, and it's and it and it was it was started way back in the day, back when um, they didn't have a lot of steel to work with, so they just started you know layering the different kinds of steel together and together together, hmm. and it created these intricate designs. Tom, let me get your opinion on each knife. I, you know, I with Ryan's knife, it definitely has a little bit. You know, they're about the same size for the most part. His is a, it's a little, little bit, bit thicker. Little bit thicker. I'd say Ryan feels like a little bit better for a cutting knife, but yours definitely has a little bit more of a stabbing motion to it. And it I have some has, acrylic paint. I like that it has this sharper angle towards the blade side. It kind of gives it almost like a a katana look to it in the same way. But between the two, I mmm. I like the blade on Ryan's more, but I like the handle on yours. This handle that has the stippling. This stippling on here has a really nice feeling and a good grip to it. But I do really like the shape the and the size on. of this blade a lot. And mm. you know, I got to give it that little nub on there. The little nub is cool. I think that it's makes cool. it. And I have a couple of Kershaws that are like that. that. I have one that is a lot. It's about half the size of mine, uh-huh. and I can just. Flick that bitch open. Let's get our oh, final so knife satisfying. weigh in from the man himself, Sam Martini, on the knives. Sam, 
What do you ha- yes. what do you see here? What give us give us give us the rundown on these knives? You heard it here first. <laughs> oh, please, Sam, tell us about it. No, um, ooh, ooh. Ryan, that's kinda, that's Ryan, your heavy. knife is, and, and I can tell that you take care of your knife too, I which do. is something that I can respect. Do you I kiss do it? sharpen it. I, I've, uh, I, I do. And I sharpen it I with a whetstone. Do you Me sharpen too. I have a whetstone. Whetstone is the best way yeah, to sharpen your knives. Anyone who, yeah, yeah. I don't like automatic grinders, but I also I need to get a kit because I need to strop my knife because that's really what's missing. As I need to make we have it a, um, sharper. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely with Tom. I like the handle of Justin's more, and the knife on Ryan's. But I think Ryan's overall is just a better knife. I like, I like that switch. The action, yeah, yeah, the action's the great. And like I like the blade feels way it's just more sturdy. It feels more like I could do more things with it. Yeah. I I I I get the stabbing motion uh. thing with it, but like when it comes down to it, it just I feel like Ryan's is definitely it's more a little reliable bit, uh, and more useful. Ryan's is a little bit lighter too, which is pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised by and, that, and, honestly. And mine is more of a showpiece than it is a, like an actual functional functional hey, why knife. Ca- why don't you get a case for it then, Justin? I also, I, you know what? You I might put it in a, a fucking case, Sam Martini. I might put that shit Do on it. the wall, bro. My dad gave it to me. Now, when I was looking for oh, knives. Oh, daddy gave it to him. Oh, daddy gave it to my daddy gave me my favorite knife. I use it to cut things. When I was looking for knives, my boss actually recommended this. And when I got to hold it, what really drew me to it was just the the handle really feels your hand out. Yeah. It's 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 one it's a knife I haven't had before where it's very ergonomic. I'm holding Ryan's handle again. I, you know what? I, I will I say like, the only reason I like Justin's handle yeah. more is because of the grip. The grip and also is I very feel good. like I'm I feel like I'm actually Dude. grabbing something. I love that. More feels with your hand, hand, and it becomes a part of your hand. This now Justin's knife, I really do. I can get the stabbing motion. It just it fills my hand right, and the blade. The way the blade is, you know, it's got, instead of coming around to a point, it's more of a straight point. Yeah. It, it has that, it does have that katana, because, you know, yours is rounded, but mine has the more of the... Yeah. But I will say, your, yours has, like, the, the index finger indent, mm-hmm. which is very helpful for when you're actually, like, going into, you know, slash somebody's throat or stab somebody. Yeah. Which is something exactly. that I do often with my knife. Exactly. So. You know, I go down to the, I go downtown and I just look for the some homeless, look you know, people who are trying to fight. And I'm like, I, yo. What's known as the less dead, you know, the black yeah. prostitutes and all that. Uh-huh. You know, the cops don't care. So yeah. I, I go down there and I say, hey, bitch, you want to come have some fun? And we go around the corner. I go, stab, stab, stab. <laughs> and then I go home. And my knife hasn't failed me since. Okay. Well, that's knife talk. Um. <laughs> So that's what's you know. So basically, the, you know, what we're getting at is there's some very good qualities for both mine and Ryan's knife. Both fit. They're the purpose. made by the same company, which is a pretty, which is it's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm, for sure. I have I have about six Kershaw knives. This mm. is the one that I carry a lot, but I have I have a good amount of Kershaw. Did you say Kershaw nice. is a good company. Yes, super they, good company. They, they they sell a lot from like you know fifteen dollar knives up to like hundred dollar yep. plus knives. And hundred dollars, my yes. gosh. When I when I was looking a, for this knife, knife, I'd always bought like you know thirty dollar knives and stuff. But I wanted something that I if I lost, I'd feel bad about because <laughs> it, it, it was a good knife. And this one, really, it's the first one I've had where I've always made sure I've had it, haven't lost it. Um. So as we're coming to the end of this podcast here, I really have thought throughout the week, who the fuck has been perping? And oh, been perp- this has come to perp- my of mind. The week, yes. This has come to my mind all week as I've driven to work. 
The motherfucking perps are the people who decided to close two lanes in both Highway 71 north and south. No matter what. <laughs> I saw that. I know close. exactly that where you're talking about. fucking lanes are closed. Right by Florence, Kentucky. Yes. You're right. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And, okay. Yep. yep. Go ahead. Go ahead. That is why I take the 275 loop instead. Mm-hmm. I will go. I will take the extra twenty. Well, now talking even about it's not five west in Indiana. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's not, it's, it's not even minutes. an extra it's twenty minutes. It's, it's the same, same time, but yeah. it's ten extra miles, and it's the same time. It's the same time, the same fucking time, and it, and it just it feels faster. It honestly feels because you're faster. moving. You're yeah. not moving there like an idiot. Exactly. And when I drive to work in the morning, I get across the Brent Spence Bridge, and that's where they start the closure of the two lanes. It's two right oh, lanes, God. but they don't do shit. They go up five exits. I have seen nothing happen in those two closed off lanes. Nothing. 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 And it drives me insane because in the median, it's a big concrete wall. I can't tell you how many fucking holes are in that wall. Yeah, dude. I can see to the other side of the highway. And the fucking people who just blow through there like it's nobody's business. Yeah. It feels incredibly unsafe. You know what? Fuck them for trying to fix America's infrastructure. Fuck that. Fuck them for trying to fix one of the most... Uh, uh, one of the most popular shipping routes in all of North America. Fuck the Ohio Fuck Department it, of Transportation. Fuck, Fuck you. I'm not going to lie, though. They opened up um, 74 Indianapolis from the construction that's been working on, that's been going on there for like, I don't know, what feels like 10 years. Uh-huh. Uh huh. We that's were driving back the other night. Years, to be honest. And it was nice. For sure. Smooth? Re- oh, well, the parts, so the parts, because nice. they're repaving that section of well, 7175. They cut all the edges off because you used uh-huh. to be like, you just fucking have to hang a sharp right, sharp left, sharp yeah. right, sharp left, and then hope to merge on. Yeah. Now it's like, it's three wide ass lanes and it's just a straight shot. It's really nice. And the, the, they're trying to repave that section of 7175. The parts that are already repaved are awesome. Butter. But, but it goes from a 70 to a 55, uh-huh. especially coming fucking north. Yep. When I come back north, from Louisville. South or south-north? North-south. Okay, Or yeah. no, south-north. South-north. Uh, south-north. Gotcha. Uh, when I come that way, it, it, it's like butter, dude. But then I, and it's right, it, the, 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 the lane closures really start right after the, the exit for 275. Yeah, So I have just been sw- swooping on to 275 and going west and then going through Indiana through like Lawrenceburg and everything. Mm-hmm. So yeah, fuck fuck the 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 Kentucky Department of Highway whatever. Yeah, fuck you. You guys are perping. It's the perp of the week. Get the goddamn the highway done. All right. Well, thank you for joining us. Hope you learned something about weird sports weird today sports. or knives or the shitty highway infrastructure of this <laughs> and horrible fuck the ODOT. Hopefully you go out and buy a Kershaw knife. Yeah. yeah. Shout out Kershaw. I I'm I would love to be Kershaw. Listen, and while I, you're I and will. while you're out and while you're out on Kershaw's website, you should go onto your social media and follow Mud Pit Mud Pod. Pit. Mud Pit Pod. Mud Pit Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And you can also follow us on Spotify and now Apple Podcasts. Yep. Which, Give us a five star yep. review. Five star yeah. review. Follow us on Spotify. Um, I will personally send you a nude picture if you follow us on Spotify. You just know that you'll first. get a nude of me, Justin Flat, if you follow us on Spotify. I don't think I don't think it's guaranteed because you have to send send a, a link to us to show that you followed it, and then we'll follow through with, with the new with my nude. Yeah, yeah we nude. need we need photographic evidence yes. that I will you guys be double have cheeked up if you. Us. If you send us the picture, if you send us proof of you, you can send us, us a photo. 
at our Gmail, themudpit99 <laughs> at gmail.com. Themudpit99 at gmail.com. us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter as with well. With a picture or a video. At I would pit prefer pod, a video mud pit pod. with your face, one of those selfie videos, and, and you following us, and I will personally send you a picture of my ass. And with that, my hairy brown We bid ass. you. Thank you so much for joining us, and we bid you. I do. And we won't have to cry